Hey guys, we are so excited that you're here. Welcome to the Not Your Quick Fix podcast. I'm Kara Goss, online registered dietitian and health and fitness coach. And I'm Kylie Kaiser, online health and fitness coach, and we're your hosts. This podcast is all about improving yourself physically and mentally. And y'all, neither of those things can be improved with a quick fix. We are here to be real with you about your fitness and fat loss goals, your health, your mindset, and everything in between. If you're ready to open your mind to the process that self-improvement requires, instead of always looking for the next quick fix, then this is your podcast. Let's get started. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Not Your Quick Fix podcast, episode 78 with your girls, Kara and Kylie, fresh out of Thanksgiving dinner, Thanksgiving week. You know, the week after a holiday is always pretty difficult. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling really tired this week. Like it's been very hard for me to get out of bed. Yeah, I'm still feeling a little bit like a stuffed turkey myself. (laughs) We (laughs) had some good food. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? How was your family? Tell me all about it. It was good. I had a good time. Um, I drove, this is actually the first Thanksgiving I've done anything with any family members yeah, of mine. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, in like years. Um, I think, did we talk about this on the last podcast? Yes, you yeah. did say, I okay, think since so, you were like 14 or something. Oh, no, no, definitely not that long. Okay. It's been like, just since I moved to Nashville when I was gotcha, in Nashville, gotcha, gotcha, pretty much. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. um, so yeah, like I was, it was just always too much to go back twice that in yeah. like that in a row. Um, and then- uh, this year I still didn't go back, but now I live close to, um, where my biological mom lives. So it's actually not only the first time I've done it with family in quite some time. It was my first Thanksgiving with my mom and like my, my mom, maybe, I mean, I, I, in my memory log, like, you know what I mean? She might've been at some Thanksgivings or something when I was a kid that I just don't remember. Um, but it's definitely been a long time and probably first time ever with my little brother. So, um, that's so fun. Yeah, it was fun. And like him and I actually don't have like my amount of time I've spent with my brother is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, but I think I've talked about this on here before, like I just, I wasn't raised in the household with my siblings. So, mm-hmm. um, but my little sister and I had more overlap, like growing up. Cause my brother is 10 years younger than me. Okay. So, um, nine, nine or 10, he'll, he turns 22 in January, which is crazy. Oh, it's okay. Taylor Swift. It's a Taylor Swift year. So we um, love that. But yeah, so we like just an overlap and like he works a lot, like he uh, Mm. works full time and he's a workaholic. So a lot of times that when I even come over to visit there, um, he can't come, comes to work. Or sometimes when my family comes up for Christmas, he like doesn't come because he can't get that many days off. What does he do for work? Um, he's a, I think he's a manager now. He's, he's a manager or general manager at a, um, like a tire discounters or something like that. Um, but he like, he works like a crazy amount of hours a week. Like he just, he's raking up that money while he lives at home. So, um, but yeah, so it was, it was a fun bonding time for him and I, like we shared a lot of hilarious stories and like, we were just cracking up at, you know, his, he was jamming to like Katy Perry and stuff with me. And like, we were just having a good time, but um, it was fun. We had like, it was just a small little not stress thing. Me and my mom Thanksgiving Eve, like, it's so funny. I've been seeing like the TikToks about like Thanksgiving Eve in your early twenties. Like I know you still always go out. Oh, 100%. Friends, That's like, my like, like one night of the year yeah, where I'm like, yeah. yeah, but even, yeah, go ahead. I'm yeah. Well, that's like that, that used to always be me too. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, it's actually funny. Cause like, since I got to Nashville, I didn't do that anymore. Like I don't, 
it's weird. I'm actually shocked in my last relationship that we never did that. Like, yeah. but we just, we just did, like for who he was, it was, gets kind of surprising in hindsight, but like mm-hmm. we did, I just did not I haven't done that in ages. And like, I still didn't this last time, like last year, a friend of mine and I, we just like, we did have like a lot of margaritas last year. We like went Mexican and margaritas, but then we just like Love watched that. movies at her house. And then, yeah, but like me, I was drinking wine with my mom and we stayed up till five 30 in the morning. <laughs> or 6 30 in the morning oh my god uh, just me and my mom I feel like that always happens with you and your mom you were like with her oh my god was it like last some some other time you were Christmas we did it last year right oh my god yeah like I remember you texting you texted me like 5 a.m on Christmas Eve you're like I'm still up and I'm like bitch what are you doing up it's like drinking wine with my mom you're gonna catch Santa <laughs> she I I did. She just like um she doesn't her sleep schedule like she honestly this is like we get into this all the time but she like doesn't sleep. Like she I like I like she yeah, she like is somebody who like needs ambient. She takes ambient to go to bed and stuff anyway. So it's just like for her she's such a night owl. She like stays mm-hmm. up all night like reading books and stuff all the time and oh then gosh. just like goes to work and everything and I was like, "Woman, how do you um, I know. Well, that's, what's crazy is on Thanksgiving. I, you know, we at six 30 in the morning, I went to bed and then I woke up back up at one 30 PM, like as a normal person would. And then we had Thanksgiving that night. My mom didn't go to bed when I woke up, when I woke up at one 30 Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. When I woke up, well, Scott did, did a lot of the cooking. When yeah. I wake up, when I woke up at like one 30, I was like, Oh yeah. What time did you get out of bed? And she's like, Oh, I didn't go to bed. And I was like, and then she like stayed up with us till at least like almost one or so on that night. That's I was like, so lady. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it sounds like you had a good time. I'm glad. Yeah. And how was yours? You yeah. did have your Thanksgiving Eve. I did have my Thanksgiving answer. Eve. Um, it was a much uh, milder Thanksgiving Eve than those past. I think it's so funny now because it's like, I don't know when the shift happened in me, but one, I just get really bad anxiety when I drink now. And it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't bad on Wednesday night. Um, but I really only had like, I had like two and a half white claws and then we ordered a lemon drop shot to all take together at the bar. Um, but it was, it was great. I was chilling with my hometown besties and then my one best friends, like family, we always get together on Thanksgiving Eve. It's our tradition. Saw a lot of people from high school, which is always fun. Hung out with my sister. Um, but yeah, it's just so funny because everybody goes to this like tiny little bar in our hometown and it's just like, so packed wall to wall with people. And it's like, you know, that that's like the biggest night of the year for them. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. And then Thanksgiving day, I went to my mom's and then we came back to Kevin's had some amazing, amazing food. My mom did a wonderful job cooking and so did Kevin. So yeah, it was honestly really fun. Um, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Like this is also just another testament to like how far I've come and like my met, like my relationship with food as well, because it's like, I used to use Thanksgiving, like I've talked about on here before, Mm -hmm. as just a huge excuse to like go all out, like binge and everything like that. And I had one plate at my mom's and like, I I loaded it up with everything I wanted. I had one plate and then I like have a plate of dessert. Like I was literally like, when I say like so fucking full from like we ate at like one and like, I was still full at like 6 p.m. And I'm like, I also think that this is just like me being in a deficit for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think my body knew how to handle the amount yeah. of food, even That's though it was like, say. yeah, like a huge amount. I was like, oh my God, like, I feel super full. Um, also, did we talk about this last week? How like, I've seen so many people saying how crazy it is to eat Thanksgiving dinner at like noon or one, but my family has always been 
a noon one type of Thanksgiving family, but I'm realizing that that's not normal for most people. No. Well, cause if you think about it, if you're making a turkey, that means you're cooking that turkey at like fucking five in the morning. No. See, oh, maybe we did talk about, I don't know if we did talk about this, but my mom gets everything prepped the night before she cooks like mm-hmm. everything like the day before. And then she just has to put everything in the oven. And my mom is up at 5am putting the turkey in the oven. Yeah. See, that's like, <laughs> that's Angie my family. My family's always been like a 4pm person. Okay. We did. I think that's this year solid... we did it. We did it much later this year because I was asleep. Right. <laughs> and it all, it also does work then too, because like I'm able to eat with my family and then I'm able to go right heaven's family for like a 5 36 o'clock dinner um you're definitely not the only person that does that because no. i i can remember in high school having that with my like high school boyfriend's family we were always able to split because like we would do lunch at the one and like not at the other one and i was like right. yeah so i think that it's not that i don't think you're the only people but it is just not as common yeah but for sure i for knew sure. that your thanksgiving eve was more tame because normally every thanksgiving eve i got some snapchats from kara goss when i wake <laughs> up and i did not have any and i was a little bummed i'm not i was like I was well, it's like usually so... it's usually your snapchats of julia <laughs> it's of julia absolutely and julia was she was fu- fucking hilarious as always but like honestly like it's so funny now because it's like me and like my three best like hometown friends like we always go they're the ones i always go on vacation with like the beach a week every um like July or August and then we always do like Thanksgiving Eve and stuff and it's just so funny because like their family like Alex's family has like grown up with us and like seen the way that we are yeah. and all of them have just commented over the last like one to two years they're like you guys are like completely different people like way more tame than what we are yeah. used to and I'm like yeah. listen we're getting we're getting up there like we're almost 30. It is you know? it is funny how it changes though because like I didn't do that but I um as you know I did a I did like a Friendsgiving kind of thing here on Friday instead mm-hmm um with it was it was more so it was like jasmine's gathering my roommate was back um from her contract temporarily yeah. and so it was like it's like her friends but so half of them are people i've met and are friends with and uh, you know those people that you're just like you know that anyone they introduce you to you're gonna vibe with like that's For how sure. jasmine is like i know anyone she's gonna bring in here is somebody i'm gonna get along with yeah. um so it was like instantly we were all friends already but it was just funny because it was like we just did like everybody brought food and like stuff like that. And then um, everyone's like showing up with like, it looks like, like if I just think about in the contrast, like everyone showed up with like, we we picked up like five bottles of wine and like, there was probably going to be like eight or nine people here. And we picked yeah. up like five bottles of wine. And then like one of the girls showed up and had like a bottle of tequila, a bottle of vodka, like everyone's brought us stuff. And it looked like we're all like, about to rage, like all but three people left by like 10 PM. That's and then so like funny. we like sat down like the rest of us the, the four of us that were left like sat on the couch and just like we're drinking like the wine and just like talking until like one in the morning we just like chilling on the couch like chill, yeah. like we like it, there was no like raging to this entire thing but like yeah. we all show up like let's go and then it's just like okay like <laughs> gonna head out and I was just like it's just it was so funny to just like I don't know I had like a that big moment too this year I was just like reflecting it was like this is aging and not that we're not having fun and not doing fun stuff anymore but it just looks different no it does it absolutely does look different and I think it's cool to reflect on that too so yeah I love that and you know like utilizing Thanksgiving the Thanksgiving holiday whatever as a segue into our topic today Mm -hmm. because I think that a lot sometimes yeah I think a lot of people sometimes take a little bit of a break from the gym Mm -hmm. and so this is what we kind of wanted to talk with y'all about today is kind of like getting back into the gym and what to do um how to handle it what not to do so you know maybe you're somebody who needs to take a month-long break if you are like you know traveling or maybe you're on like a hormonal health journey like for me 
to, uh, like last January, I took an entire month off of the gym, or maybe you had an injury where you had to take off, or yeah. maybe you just need a little bit more rest. Um, it can feel like a little bit overwhelming getting back into the gym mm-hmm. and knowing kind of how to handle it. And it can also be really easy to just want to go ham again. Like I know that's how I was. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I'm going to get back up to my original weight super quickly, but we definitely want to ease back in. Um, so yeah, we just kind of wanted to chat with y'all about that today. So I think that we can kind of start with discussing some of the things that we really shouldn't do whenever we're getting back into the gym. Um, whether it be from like an injury, a certain break, whatever it may be. And one of the biggest things is like, like I said, not trying to go right back to the weights that you were utilizing at the end of, you know, whenever you left the gym, right? Because realistically, like, yes, you probably, if you took like, you know, like a week or two, or even like a month, you probably didn't lose a ton of strength. It is going to come back eventually, but your body has not, you know, been as used to like lifting those types of weights and that type of stimulus for a while. And so something that we really want to make sure that we do, even if we feel like we can still lift that same weight, I would personally at least start with like utilizing like 60 to 85% of that max weight that you were lifting, sometimes even half of that, you know, if you were like, I don't know, squatting, 160 or whatever it may be okay like maybe we should just go ahead and cut that down in half like maybe we start with like a warm-up of 80 and then we work our way back up to that right now 80 pounds probably feels a little bit light for a squat right so maybe we can start with like 85 percent of that or whatever but we do want to start with a percentage of the max weight that we were using rather than just jumping right back into squatting 160 because one this can cause injuries. And two, you're already going to be really sore, but like, you're going to feel like absolute hell the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think like building off of that is a really good segue into what our next one anyway is, is like having to do that. Like, don't feel bad about having to take a step back. Cause it's only going to take like a, a, probably not even a couple weeks, but like at most a couple weeks, but like the reality is sometimes like the thing that gets discouraging is like, I wish it wasn't this way, but sometimes it'll take you months to get to a certain weight. And if you take a week or two or yeah. a month off, you're going to, you're not going to be able to go back to it. And like, I know how frustrating that is, but it's mm-hmm. not that big of a deal. And it will, it won't take you all those months to bring it back though. Like yeah. it's the muscle memory will be there. So yep. just like, try not to get frustrated with yourself or discouraged. Like one, if you have to take that step back or two, if like just things feel heavier, like, I think that's one of the biggest things that like, it kind of goes. I always hate to make a generalization here too, because like, I've seen it go one of two ways for me. And I think when I made a post, I made a post about this like years ago, I think, I don't know, we recycle through all the same shit. Cause there's only mm-hmm. so much we can talk about. So like, I think it's like one of two things happens when you've taken, like, let's say when you took your month training break or someone takes like a week off or two weeks yep. off, like, in- especially if it's intentional because you're at this place of burnout. But even if you don't, sometimes like you get back to the gym and it feels like this, you feel weaker, everything, you're really sore. Everything yeah. sucks. Like sometimes though you take it off, you come back and you're like, holy shit. You're like 
feel super strong. And that's probably a sign that you needed like the recovery really badly. Right. And so it it really just depends. Like we all talk about, like you get back from like, you take a week off of like vacation and stuff. And sometimes you come back and you're like crushing PRs and all this Mm -hmm. stuff because you like rested, you stressed, you weren't stressed. You ate a bunch of food, like Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Like you have all this fuel, especially if like you're somebody that like was in a deficit, like it's all context dependent because sometimes you'll get back from that vacation and I go to the gym and I feel like the Michelin man walking around trying to work out. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like everything's everything's sluggish. Like everything's sluggish. I'm just going to like roll to the next, like. Yep, so true. Like, so yeah, yeah, it it really just depends. But regardless of which one of those feelings you're having, like just be kind to yourself and know that it's only going to take like a week, two weeks, three weeks max, probably to be back to your groove if you keep going. I think that's really, really important to remember to be kind to yourself. And also, I think that this can also go for like people who have maybe like, quote unquote, fallen off track or have like yes. gotten away from the gym and oh, yeah. then they get back into it. And they're so frustrated because they can't lift the weights that they used to, or they do feel weaker. And then they end up giving up. Right. Mm-hmm. Just like you just said you have to keep going. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're not, you might not feel your very best once you get back into that. Or I think a lot of people start to kind of compare to what they were doing before, like somebody who lifted weights for a really long time. And then maybe they, they fell out of it for a year and then they get back into it and they're like, well, I'm just not where I used to be. Like, this is ridiculous. You know, I feel like I can't do this anymore, but remember, you know, it took you a while to build up to that in the beginning. So just remember that like, it'll probably take a little while for you to do that again. But like Kylie said, muscle memory is a real thing, you know, especially if you're only taking like a short break, it's not going to take you that long to get back to normal, but we have to be patient and we have to be kind to ourselves. And I think that patience is the number one thing that most people lack, not only in a fitness journey, but also in their health journey as well. I actually saw, wait, I want to read it because it was like really good. Um, Austin just posted this quote on his story that said, patience is the calm acceptance that things can happen in a different order than the one that you have in your mind. And I think that is literally so perfect for like everything that we talk about, because if you're somebody who's getting back in the gym and you're expecting to have like these increases every single week, and you're expecting for things to just like be linear progression and they don't happen that way, a lot of people can get in their own head and get anxious and frustrated and feel like they want to give up where if we had that patience and we had that acceptance of, okay, this might not happen in the way that I want it to. It might take me a little bit longer to get back to the weight that I was lifting before. And that's okay. You're going to progress so much easier that way. Like, I love that quote so much. Yeah. I, I love that as well. And I think you're right. Like that this can just apply to so many things as well. Like I, I've been thinking of a lot of my clients who have to take time off, like when they're like, postpartum or something and they come back and like they like especially if you're like I have a client um that you know was like just the most ideal in terms of like she just really went for it with everything and like really built up strength and all that stuff and that was really hard for her it's someone who like I watched her go on this journey of like 
removing so much pressure from what she looked like and really enjoying like the gym and just getting strong and stuff and like kind of building an identity with that instead. And when, you know, she got pregnant and was like, had this beautiful journey, she lifted through the whole thing. Like she crushed it. And, you know, but then they have to take that mandatory time off after and coming back. That was like really hard for her to be like, you know, oh my God, I worked for two years to get to this point. And now my strength is all down because on top of that, they're going through like, that's just not taking two months off. That's like, they probably were not as consistent towards the end. And like, there's a lot of hormonal shifts. Like you've got a new schedule. Like it's a very, it's a period of time that requires a lot of adaptation. And so having to like go into that, it can be really hard. And like, you know, she expressed some of that to me and was just like, I like, this is so frustrating. Like, I feel like we worked our whole time together for me to like build this up. And now I feel like I'm starting over, Mm -hmm. but like she didn't give up. And now like, it's, you know, I think she's, I mean, she's well into like being her her baby's at least like six months or something. And she's like, you know, getting back to those numbers now, like it's because she didn't quit. And so I think that's like the thing to kind of keep cycling back to is just like, you have to be patient, like just what you were just saying. For sure. 100%. Yeah. That patience is everything. And I think that another thing that people feel the need to do whenever they're getting back into the gym is taking, um, like not taking their rest days or proper amount of rest days or doing extra workout days to quote unquote, make up for the days that they missed. And obviously you guys know, we've talked about this so much, but this is a big no, no. If anything, we are probably going to want to take some extra rest days as we're getting back into the gym, because one thing that you can expect whenever you're getting back into the gym is being sore. If you have not had that stimulus on your body for a while, expect that soreness to happen. It's okay. Again, it's an acute inflammatory response. It will go away eventually as our body adapts, but we might need to take a few extra rest days as we're getting back into the gym. And so make sure that you are not skipping those rest days. You do not have to do extra workout days or go twice per day or whatever it may be to feel like you have to make up for, you know, that time lost. And I think another thing too, is like, while people are in this resting period, whether you're taking time off for an injury or just like simply, you know, taking time off to travel or like for a hormonal journey, whatever it may be, Also during that time, like you're resting for a reason normally. Now, if you're away on travel or whatever it may be and don't have as much access to a gym and that's why you're not working out, okay, we can definitely focus on overall movement. Maybe we can do some like at-home bodyweight workouts, whatever it may be. But if you're trying to heal an injury, if you're, you know, taking rest for a hormonal journey, you need to be focusing on why you're taking that rest. Are we taking full body rest? Like, are should we only be training like a specific body part because another body part is injured? Like, don't be trying to overcompensate for the lack of work at working out that you're not doing during this time. That's something that I really struggled with during my month off of training because like in my mind, I wanted to do more steps. I wanted to move a bit more. Um, but realistically, the reason I wasn't training is because I was trying to lower that stress on my body. And so what did I do? I kept my step count the same, but I did add in some like some yoga, some Pilates, um, actually not even Pilates, um, but really just like more of like a meditative, like guided yoga. Um, but again, it was like gentle movement. So just kind of yeah. reminding yourself that like, you don't have to do a bunch of extra stuff during your rest period. And right. like on those rest days, they're called rest days for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's a really big one. Um, and another big one too, is like, kind of with jumping off of, you know, taking, um, utilizing like a percentage whenever we are lifting specific weights. So like 
50 to 85% of our max. Something else that we probably don't want to do is immediately taking steps to failure. And now there are a lot of people out there who honestly don't truly know what true failure is. So you might feel like you're actually taking steps to failure when you're not. But if you are somebody who's familiar with training to failure and you truly, truly know how to push yourself in that regard, something that you're probably going to want to do is maybe rather than starting with taking steps to failure, let's train with RAR and RAR just simply means reps and reserve. So usually for my clients, like if we're training in RAR, I normally like to see like two to three RAR for upper body and like three to four RAR for lower body, just because again, like those lower body movements are usually going to be like those heavier compound movements. Um, But this simply just means that you're going to stop two to three reps or three to four reps before failure. And again, like that's going to help with recovery as well. I mean, I've been training RAR for like a year and a half now, which again, not something that we were super used to because for a really long time, like that's all we knew was training to failure, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's super, super important as well. Um, Me too. But yeah. And I mean, I think too, just really focusing on like making sure that you're putting your focus on like mobility, warming up, honestly, this is something that I feel like so many people are terrible at. Like I, I, I myself included at, at myself. Yeah, truly. And I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, but like I'm collaborating with Sarah and Kenny to create a mobility and stretching guide for our clients. And I think that's going to be really helpful even for myself because I do not do it nearly enough. Yeah. I mean, my assistant coach is a PTA, so she has like all those guides for our clients and Mm -hmm she sent them like, literally I've been having knee issues again this last week. It's been like a really big pain in the ass, honestly. Um, but like she messaged me and she was like, well, have you been doing that mobility stuff? And I was just like crickets, like she she sent it to me so many times that I'm always like, fuck, like, so I get it. It's like, it's, it's hard when people are already like struggling to like get in the gym and make their time. And then to be like, oh, there's this extra thing to do. I do understand it. But like, Mm -hmm. if you are having these issues, it will help. And it is important, especially after you've had time off. And I think that's exactly what irritated my knee is I was not necessarily taking a long time off, but I kept like, it was just inconsistent. I had a lot of stuff going on. So I would be going like once or twice a week. And then I'd be on like a trip for like a week or for like five days. And I wasn't going, and then I would come back and I would go the one and like, that's just not consistent impact. And Mm -hmm. then I would go back and I already have like pre-existing knee stuff anyways. And so I think it was just like putting that load on it. Um, after I, like, it was kind of like out of practice and I like lost one of my knee sleeves. There's a lot of things, but either way, it's like, I, I didn't get back into it. Like I didn't do proper like stretching. I didn't do proper, like even like enough cooling down kind of thing, like warming up. I like did my norm. I always do my, like my walk warm up and stuff. Like I wasn't doing mobility stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing that I have those issues, like that's really not smart of me. So like I, you know, I am calling myself out as well, but um, it definitely will help you. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of people struggle with exactly like knowing what to do. So, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously like we can start out with like a five to 10 minute walk treadmill warm up. I think that that's great. That gets some blood flowing and it just really gets like our heart rate up and everything kind of preparing for the lift. Um, but specifically before the lift, like whenever we're thinking of mobility and stretching before the lift, we want to focus on dynamic stretching. So dynamic stretches are the stretches that are going to be more movement based. So Mm -hmm. if we're doing lower body, we can do, you know, some body weight squats. We can do some body weight lunges. We can do, um, hip swings. We can do hip circles. So really focusing on like movement in those stretches and mobility. Um, and then 
post-workout, that's when we want to focus more on static. static. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like holding the stretch for no longer than 30 seconds. Right. But like less movement, we can still focus on like those dynamic stretches, but also like actually focusing on like the stretch and like holding it, um, post-workout is going to be helpful. And again, it's just, people get super confused and they're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I think that like, that's a good way to segue too into like, on top of that, like warming up, like not only for your workout, but warming up for those compound movements is really yes. important. Like if you're squatting or something, like not going right into like, if you've been squatting 135, like not just like throwing 135 on the bar and starting yeah. like, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of figuring out, I know that that warm up process can be really overwhelming sometimes because I think yeah. there's like a sweet spot. I used to struggle with this for a long time until someone literally like spelled it out for me exactly what to do when we had like what the coach I had, because mm-hmm. I, you can kind of fall in that zone of like warming up so much that then you've like taxed yourself out for this thing or not warming up enough. And like finding that sweet spot also is a little bit like you can be given guidelines and, but then you kind of still have to find your own sweet spot because it's different for for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think like kind of taking it and like being like, Hey, what is the max that I'm going to do today? And cutting that in like half and kind of like working up from there, like to that 50 to 80% range in general, like I like to actually start down at like a, it depends on what it is. If it's like a big exercise, then like I might do like a, I might do like 30 or 40%. Like it really just depends. Right. Um, and by big, I mean, like if I'm lifting like, Squat, you know, squats, like, you know, I'm not going to do like 15 or I'm not going to do like 30% of like 20 pound dumbbells. Right. Like, so, um, that kind of thing. So it's, it's kind of like, again, you adjust it as you need to, but like starting there and then kind of like working up to those increments and you're doing yes. less reps of it as you work up. Mm -hmm. um, as well. And then starting your set. And again, it's something that like when we're in a hurry in the gym and stuff like that, we tend to skip it. I've been guilty of that. Like, I don't, I've never really like just jumped right into my thing, but I might do less sets of it or something like that. And it's like, you always pay for it. So it's just like, Oh, 100%. So true. So true. And yeah, I, I would completely agree with that. It's like, you know, if we're doing like, if we're, you know, squatting like 135 or something, it's like, okay, like maybe we start out around like 70 pounds and we do like eight to 10. And then we, maybe we move up to like a hundred to 110 and then do like five to six. And then we get into our actual movement our actual quote unquote, like working sets. Right. But you don't need to, like Kylie said, you don't need to warm up for every single movement. I would say like your big movements, like probably your first, like one to two movements in your workout, whether that be like, you know, a heavier bent over row or a deadlift or a squat, whatever it may be a bench. Um, so really those compound movements, because realistically, like by the time that you get to those more accessory movements, then you will have been properly warmed up. Um, so we want to make sure that, you know, like Kylie said, we're not warming up so much that we're like fatiguing ourselves and taking away from the strength that we're going to have in those working sets. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like those are some of the really big things. And of course, like we want to make sure that we are optimizing our pre and post workout nutrition, like definitely making sure that we're fueling ourselves well, um, making sure that, you know, we're having a source of carbohydrate and protein before our workout. If you feel like you go dizzy or like get fatigued during your workout, add a source of fat to that. Um, if you're somebody who likes to do intra intra workout carbohydrates, whatever it may be, um, and just really optimizing that um, and making sure that you are like eating around your workout. I feel like I've had this conversation a lot lately with like clients who like, especially new clients who are coming into me and they're like, Oh, like I work out really early in the morning. So like, I just don't feel like eating or I've just like never eaten before workout. And it's like, once we implement even like the simplest 
little like pre-workout snack in the morning, whether it be like a Greek yogurt and a banana and like a little mm-hmm. bit of nut butter, whatever it may be, it makes a world of difference for them. And I do like yeah. to, for like our more advanced clients, I do like to center a certain amount of carbohydrate right. macros around our workout. Um, and it really does make a difference. So like, make sure yeah. that you're prioritizing that, especially when getting back into the gym. Right. For sure. You have anything else to add? I don't think so. I think we covered that pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. So if I do say so myself, if I do say so myself, so, you know, hopefully this was just like a little guide for you guys to be able to feel confident getting back into the gym, um, whether, you know, whether or not you took a long break, a year long break, one to two weeks, whatever it may be. Um, and just reminding yourself of all of those things that you should be doing while you're resting as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have a pretty chill week ahead, so I'm just, I'm kind of excited to just chill this week, hang and, you know, get some work done. What about you, Kai? Anything crazy this week? I just, you know, I've got, um, some new projects and stuff I've taken on. So I just got a lot of work to do and organizing kind of a new schedule for me. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of getting back in the groove after I, I, I gave myself some relaxing time over the Thanksgiving weekend as well. Um, I had to Love get a new fucking, fucking charger for my laptop. So Ugh. I kind of, I kind of had a forced couple days off because I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you did. Days. Um, so I mean, I was like able to like WhatsApp my clients, which is always nice, but I can't, you know, couldn't do a lot of the other stuff. So I'm um, just kind of like doing all that this week. And, um, you know, I recently got back into therapy. We always talk about, we stand therapy. So I've got so that proud set of you. up. Thanks. I've got that set up and uh, just still working on the other podcast too. I'm doing all the things. Love it. Love it. Well, you guys, what are our two names this week? I don't Let's know why this just came with. with I'm going to go with Kelly. And Haley. Kelly and Haley. Kelly and Haley, if you're out there listening, please leave us a five-star rating and review. And anyone else, if you know somebody who needs to hear this episode, if you thought it was helpful for you, please go ahead and share it on your socials myself Kylie and the not your quick fix podcast and we hope that y'all have a wonderful rest of your week happy first official week of December and we will chat with y'all next time bye guys